Good evening, everyone. It is Monday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, worldwide on Periscope Television. We'd like to bid you welcome once again to yet another edition, number 42, of Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. My name is Mike Cisneros, and I am joined, as always, by the man from everywhere and nowhere, the man who is synonymous with anonymous. Once again, please welcome from the gnarlygnome.com, the gnarly gnome. Gnome, we bid you hello. Cheers. And the hostess with the mostess, the queen of Cincinnati Craft Beer Commentary, the one, the only, the champion of the Overlook Lodge 12 holiday, Days of Christmas days Holiday, of Christmas cocktail, holiday contest. cocktail Contest. She is flush with cash. Tina Cisneros, ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. I'm thinking of a new sign on for uh, the new year. Are you? So if anybody has any suggestions, tweet them <laughs> to me. <laughs> and, of course, across the uh, table from me is our social media director, who will be handling all of our social media tonight, Periscope. If you have questions on Twitter, at Cincy Brewcast uh, on Twitter, uh, Cincy Brewcast Facebook page, we will be trying to check out from time to time. And, of course, on Periscope uh the one, the only, Miss Angie Cisneros. Angie, welcome again to Hi. Cincy Brewcast. Thank you. And uh, we would like to. I would like to start by wishing everyone a happy New Year. Uh, I would like to uh, uh, wish all of you guys a happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, and um, uh, how, how was everybody's holidays? The the, the Christmas also, because it's not too too late to talk about that. And how was the uh, how was the um, the New Year for everybody? Busy. Busy. Definitely busy. Busy, awesome, fun. Expensive. Exhausting. <laughs> Exhausting. I'm, I'm beat if you periscopes periscope viewers can see me with my cup of coffee right now. I'm it's been a it's been a long weekend. What 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 did everybody get? I mean, what did was there craft beer uh, gifts abounding or was it uh, a little bit more limited than that or I heard the most unique gift we, we met with one of our friends last night at the Overlook Lodge uh, and she got a vintage beer case from the uh, I, I what what did she say it was? The uh, Cincinnati Home Brewing Company that dated back to 1915. Uh, that was a that was really a, cool. a beer case uh, that uh, dated back to the Clinton Iowa Brewing Company, and she told us the story that the Clinton Iowa Brewing Company had had bought all of their equipment, and they went under, and so they decided that they were going to sell all of their stuff, their their cases and their fermenters and everything else to the Cincinnati Home Brewing Company in 1915. And which was not a really good mood. Well, was not a good mood for the Cincinnati Home Brewing Company because they didn't last very. Long. Yeah, they didn't last very. Long. <laughs> 1919. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I think right. But when that's cool. That's, that's the coolest thing uh, that I heard anybody get. I, you know, uh, we it did become the Bruckman um, Brewing Products, something like that. Company. Oh, I see. And they were the first brewery to open up after Prohibition too. So, um, it's um, so they they survived somehow. Um, okay, and uh, so I got a lot of cigar stuff, and I got some, you know, I got some, you know, Bengal stuff, and is that, you know, is that what everybody else got? Any craft I got, beer? I got not a single beer item for Christmas. I, uh, I'm, I guess maybe because I'm more, like, 
in the cocktail world. I still love beer and still talk about beer, but I'm making cocktails for a living. So I got a, ni- a few bottles of, of liquor rather than any beer. It's always a good which gift. Which is, yeah, I mean, like, as long as I can get drunk off it, I don't really right. mind. But, um, and then, of course, sort of to help me in my academic pursuits, I got a uh, KitchenAid mixer for Christmas and a nice little uh, um, kitchen torch that I can use to do creme brulees and... Um, other tasty things like that. So that was pretty good. Got some money. Got some Bed Bath & Beyond stuff to go buy more uh, kitchen items and coals. I bought a new toaster oven. So, Well, we are – we have some gifts tonight because we're really lucky uh, to uh, have been – Gnome went to uh, the, the Urban Artifact uh, over the weekend, and we were so lucky – uh, once again, to be given a beer to at least preview tonight from from Brett Coleman Baker and the wonderful folks at Urban Artifact. What up, guys? And uh, so, without further ado and without any further gilding of the lily, let us from the beer fridge. And Noam, tell us a little bit about it. It's called Abacus. It's called Abacus. It's their. Um their wintry goza which i think is is kind of funny sounds you know, awesome I, I don't know that i've ever had a wintry goza before and when they told me that was what the style was i um i was really curious to what it was going to taste like and i have not gotten to try it since it's been carbonated so i'm actually really really excited to see Whoa. holy shit <laughs> And there it's carbonated. Our, there, was, there was our, uh, there was our uh, New Year's. Happy New Year! They sourced some uh, cocoa nibs from um, uh, Ohio, O H I Y O Chocolate Company oh, up I in uh, see, Columbus. I see. Okay. And um, some raspberries. So it's it's right on some kind of. Um, uh, it's similar to that that Rubus cacao, which which um, is also coming out this there's, week. There's news similar, on that later. similar right. only in those two ingredients, though. This this beer is completely different. So, um, and you look at it. I don't know if people on Periscope can see us passing the bottle around, but it's it's dark and murky, and it looks nothing like a goza. But murky is a really good way to describe it. Yes. You cannot see murky. through that for shit. I got it up there. There Very we nice go. Ball. You guys can see it. Nope. Down. so it's um definitely unlike any goes i've ever had in my life but i almost wish they would have gone a little stronger on the coffee too i think that they um they were afraid of the coffee or the uh, the chocolate i mean i've been oh i was gonna say i've been drinking coffee so the the berry right berry raspberry raspberries the raspberry is very evident oh yeah that's awesome and that's got like a little bit more of a like natural raspberry tartness than like an artificial raspberry sweetness right. that you taste a lot. I said it was it's right on point with that what I call their their pie series, which I don't think <laughs> that they're calling it that, so don't let anybody else do it or um but you know, with the the chariot and the key punch where um just the the way that the fruit works and that goes mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah, it's awesome. I like it a lot. And the chocolate kinda comes in at the finish, especially after um kind of more in, in that, that, that mouth feel a little bit, but it's still so crisp and clean and um no I'm, I'm i'm really digging it it's a wintry beer if you don't really want a wintry heavy beer you know you can drink this all night right and sort of kind of along the lines is rubis cacao coming out you know a little bit early but sort of in time for valentine's day um 
Periscope wanted to know if it would make a good cooking beer too, and I don't. I actually don't know how that would I'd work. I'd cook with it for sure. I might pair it. Um, I think it would, you know, obviously be really good with some desserts. Yeah, I do a dessert um, with it. I, I'm, I'm really. Maybe I'll make a pie out of it. The cocoa out of it. Let it sit afterwards for a minute, and and you'll 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 get it a little bit. I think they used probably. Um, I think they said, like a, hang on, a pound of raspberries per gallon, and then a half a pound of cocoa nibs per gallon. So, um, I think they could have gone a little heavier but, on the but, cocoa but nibs cl- too. But but clean, I think, crisp, very much a goza, very tart. I like the 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 fruit tartness. Uh, the raspberry really a, a big star in this. I like it. Um, what was it called again? It's called Abacus. 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 Yes. Um, yeah, it just tastes real fresh and very fizzy, as you might have been able to tell. You know, very, <laughs> very, car- very carbonated, yes, which I, which I like, beer. which I like in this style, which I like in this beer. Um, not. Real, not salty though. Not, not, not real salty. I get, I get, um, I get salt bit. from it. I think it's a little bit salty. It's very good. Maybe, cool. What's may, next? Maybe just in the bottom of the glass when there's none, nothing in there, I get a little bit of the cocoa then right. at that point. So maybe it'll, maybe if it warms up, maybe if. It, so that is that is Abacus dropping tomorrow night. In the tap room, tap Tuesday at, at Urban Artifact for Tap Tuesday, and again we want to thank the guys, uh, uh, Brett Coleman Baker, and um, especially uh, for uh, taking care of us with this, and taking care of the gnome with that, and the gnome taking care of us with it, and we will be trying that as we go along. So now the next sort of thing that is has a fruity quality and a chocolatey quality, and a, a and a Me? lot of interesting <laughs> and a lot of interesting flavors that are coming out of it is the brand new ice cream stout from Mount Carmel. I've been itching to try this one. I'm glad you got a whole bottle. Uh, there was just uh, some uh, on the uh, Cincinnati, uh, Greater Cincinnati Craft Beer Society website. Somebody was getting ready to drink some of theirs. And, and I... You know, I don't know how much distro this got. I know that we were there, Nancy and I were there the night that Roger Hill sold the last two bottles that he had of it. Uh, and I have to say, it does smell right off the bat like Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> I mean, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, it's really, really, ama- it's really amazing. I mean, that is something that you know that blew me away as far as that it just really it's got a little bit of a little, little bit, bit of everything chocolate, in it, a little it? bit of strawberry wow that's legit that is good that tra- that is straight up neapolitan ice cream i had one similar at uh sagatuck in mm. michigan i guess almost a year ago um, dear god that's good <laughs> yeah that's amazing that's really good. well i like neapolitan wow. ice cream some people in my life who may or may not be listening on Periscope right now, uh, <laughs> only eats the chocolate in the Neapolitan ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Shane if you're out He's there. Listening. Yeah. Um, yeah 
That's terrible, but I respect that. No. <laughs> it's terrible behavior. You should not be doing it. Um, and this, because I love Neapolitan, like, all three. Because I don't think strawberry chocolate, or strawberry ice cream gets enough credit. I don't I know. Agree. I strawberry. strawberry ice cream is fantastic, and a strawberry milkshake is wonderful. And, in fact, I just had recently um, some of the the Nestle's Quick Strawberry Milk. And if you haven't had that since you were a kid, go out and get some because it's still just as awesome as ever. Uh, but, yeah, just the way you get those sort of, like, and it's... I mean, I don't mean for this to sound bad because I don't mean it bad, but it's got like a sort of like, like that artificial like ice cream yeah, and like flavor and like what they use in those ice creams to make it. There's not a lot of instances where I'll say I want something to taste a little bit artificial. Yeah, but I, I do think it kind of works in this because it. And again, I don't mean like this in like a in a. I don't mean it as a criticism whatsoever. It's completely awesome. You know what I can kind of like taste that is kind of distinctive to me you know when you're eating like a strawberry ice cream that has like strawberries in it Mm -hmm. that's kind of what i'm getting like the like taste of the strawberry i don't know yeah no i know exactly what i mean there's like a really specific flavor to like fresh not fresh strawberries necessarily but like these strawberry pieces that they use in desserts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like that's what it is it's delicious it's awesome i don't think there's enough like strawberry Beers I think it, I think it like saw really like, I think it saw a little distro. I think it got out to maybe a country fresh store in yeah, Anderson yeah, and a couple of other their a couple of other their main accounts, but it was mostly released in the tap room. If you didn't get a if you didn't get one, sorry. And I feel kind of bad we're drinking this one right now. But part of the little rumor was, and I don't want to mention who meant say who mentioned it or who thought, but they thought it was best. Right? It, 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 this isn't the kind of beer that they, that anybody really thought would sell her very well. So right. you want to drink no, it. Right away. No, no, those flavors no, drop up, but you, you have to mention in that too. It's, it's the way it tastes right now is not going to be the way it tastes cellared, but who knows what it will taste like cellared. You know, it, I wouldn't want to sell her. It. No, I wouldn't would, want to bring out any would, of those like, it would almost be a waste of the beer. Right. Because of how neat it is. And it's sort of like perfect kind of for this time of year because you get sort of the like a refreshing strawberry. But it's like, I mean, it's winter, but we haven't had a really, you know, conventional Although, winter this year. I could see so. this one ice cold in the summertime and, sitting outside yeah. too. I mean, you know, definitely ice cold is a very good idea because it's supposed to be about, you know, it's supposed to have an ice cream uh component i guess or an ice cream feel to it so yeah and 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 believe me the 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 because i just really kind of pull it out of the freezer and it really doesn't hurt it at all no, it still tastes good i'm a little curious as it warms up here actually. do you guys think that you could little... drink it year round or n- n- not year round that's not what i meant do you think you could drink it like like a lot of them at once um do you i think could, you could down, certainly like, try do you think you could put down like five pints of them if pints of it if you have sorry i'm exhausted uh, I, think, I can't speak for shit tonight i think i think a, I, I, think a yeah. I think a bomber you know i think yeah. a, a yeah. bomber is 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 probably plenty so a, a one one and a half i'd probably um, like order two and then two yeah, maybe yeah so yeah all right so that's that one that's from mount carmel brewing and that was how much did we uh, how much did we yeah, nine ninety nine. He charged for that up That's there. That's reasonable. So yeah, it's very good. They've got some other stuff coming on, coming down the line, including uh, the um, and we, we can talk about that a little bit, including their Jack Daniels. That's uh, barrel aged. 
uh, that they're that they're going to be doing. I think that's going to be within the month. That was the so winter, right? It was the winter. The winter ale with the in the Jack Daniels with barrels. the Jack Daniels barrels. Yes, and one of the things Roger told me about that was they didn't necessarily want to release it at Christmas because they were doing this, but they wanted to still have a winter, still be part of part of part of winter. When they when they released it, so I think it's this month. It'll probably be really good for that so. really disgusting, horrible like dead of winter, like when you have nothing else to bring you joy, but barrel aged <laughs> beer. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Okay, uh, the third one. Uh, uh, which one? You uh, let's do the uh, let's do that one. We we weren't gonna do that other one, but let's do that one. Uh, this is uh, our uh, one uh, sort of national <laughs> beer or uh, um, somebody watcher with a cork. Um, no, out of town beer. Oh my god, it's no, going I... on its own. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's Jeez. that's amazing. I've had so much fun. Somebody's going to get hurt. Is, is it just you? <laughs> I swear to God, I thought I was gonna lose an eye. I, I saw it like rise up. I know, I saw it too. And I was like, it's coming right for me. All of you kids at home, don't do that. (laughs) You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. No. She She shoots her eye out. Since wow, we said we'll go. shoot your eye out, we had to. Uh, we had to. I had to play that. We had, <laughs> so have it. Have shoot it our eye out. out. It's still two days before the Epiphany, so we've still got a little Christmas spirit going on. Anyway, this I is actually the, still have two friends who I haven't given their Christmas presents. This is to, the so Anchorage Brewing Christmas Company Galaxy White IPA. <laughs> I don't like Galaxy hops. I'm not excited to try this. I don't smell Ugh. a lot of hops at all. It's almost like a. No. Can I see that bottle? Yeah. It smells sour it's to real me. Real funky and sour, and I don't. Bottled with bread, that's why. Mm-hmm. It's an ale brewed with spices and fruit, fermented and aged in French oak wine tanks, bottled with bread. And I'm not even going to try to read the back of this bottle because they went the stone route and wrote an entire novel on the back. But, <laughs> um, Anchorage Brewing Company. Um, White IPA, Galaxy White IPA. So if you guys want to Google it, then um, knock yourselves out. We'll tweet it out too here in just a second. It's definitely it, it, it's 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 like somebody said. Um, well, we'll call it an IPA. It really doesn't have. Yeah, it's true, and sort of, and it does have like that sweetness that you get from the Galaxy hops, but it's not like I guess maybe because it's made with fruit and spices that you don't get it as a hoppiness, but more of like an, yeah, it, an accentuation to the fruit and spices. Yeah, it plays with the yeast, of the, the the bread, I guess, too. The the Galaxy hops do. Exploration it's actually and innovation. Interesting yada, yada, use of Galaxy Captain hops. Cook, yada yada. Final Frontier, yada yada. I don't know. Um, That's that's one of the more interesting galaxy hopped beers I think I've tried. Cool. That's different. I mean, it's real subtle. It's got real, you know, it's got a lot of subtlety to it. I mean, there's not anything. There's nothing subtle about that. Really? 
I don't think well, so. I mean, I just don't think there's anything that's that's really bigger in it than anything else. It says Galaxy Hop, but it's not, you know, like kicking the teeth Galaxy Hop. It's got bread, but it's not really, you know, it's not really that funky either. Right. I mean, I just think, yeah, I hate that it's balanced. I mean, it's really balanced. It's it's balanced for for a, a, a Brett beer, I guess, the best way I could describe it. I, you know, it's it's definitely got that, that funk and some of that, um, I guess, barnyardy kind of... Barnyard? <laughs> that, no. That, 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 well, how would you describe that funk? Uh, not as barnyardy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hay and grass. Wild. When I, when hay I and smell grass, it. Hay and grass, like... When um, I smell it, it it's... it's it grass. doesn't smell like a barnyard. It smells like... Tastes like grass. <laughs> grass. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want it. I just grass, don't want... I've what? eaten grass for sure. <laughs> it's interesting. But it's, it's, that's... I, interesting's the best. I like it. I mean, I think it's good. I like the way it tastes. I just can't get off that. I don't that, know if I Mount Carmel, but it's too good. No, somebody else made that for me. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I like the Galaxy Hops in it. It's it's interesting, but I don't know if I I like it. I don't know. I need to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the Galaxy White <laughs> IPA from Anchorage Brewing Company. Yes, Galaxy White IPA bottled with bread, Anchorage Brewing Company. Uh, ale brewed with spices and fruit, fermented and aged in French oak wine tanks. I Where'd think that you said that from? already. This came from Depths. I think it was twelve twelve ninety nine or thirteen ninety nine. I wonder what uh, kind Depps of fruit they in, used. Uh, hmm? I wonder what kind of fruit they used in there. I'll look. I'll tell you what. Tina's gonna fresh kumquats, Indian coriander, and black peppercorns. Kumquats. Kumquats. Wow. It'd be nice if somebody would do a kumquat beer around here. Yeah, uh, Mantry did. It was what a, was it called? It was a, a, a joke to something that I learned today. Listen, you guys work this out amongst <laughs> yourselves. That was the beer fridge. Wait, we have to... No, we're not drinking that. We're going to pass on that one this week. Uh, that's it uh, for From the Beer Fridge. We'll be right back with more on Cincy Brewcast right after this. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, Eight Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones.
This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Municipal Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. Back here on Cincy Brewcast, Mike Cisneros, along with the gnarly gnome, Tina Cisneros, and Angie Cisneros, and our that was studio a pretty cool audience, liner. Nancy Cisneros. Thank you very much. I worked all afternoon on it. That was really good. I worked my fingers to the bone. My my hand got numb. It was uh, <laughs> um, so um, that was uh, from the beer fridge. We enjoyed all of those uh, to to one extent or another, uh, and we will be continuing to uh, try them out uh, during the program as we continue here on uh, Cincy Brewcast. The gnarly gnome put together a pretty cool article on the gnarlygnome.com. Please, if you're not following the gnome on Facebook or Twitter, if you're not regularly visiting uh, his his website, www.thegnarlygnome.com, you are missing out on the premier Cincinnati beer blog. And I really like your... You said the, it, you'll, Well, you'll find the article about Abacus on there uh, this afternoon, uh, from uh, earlier this afternoon, and then uh, the other day posted the Cincinnati Craft Beer Resolutions for 2016. And um, it, it all Should has to do with... we go over some of them? Yeah, it all, it all has to do with, with making sure that we are keeping our responsibilities up to support the local craft beer scene. Yeah, I mean, it's always been something that's important to me, and I, there's obviously a huge debate about drinking local or just drinking whatever you find out there that's good. Something we're going to we'll, discuss we'll, later. <laughs> we will discuss we'll, that. We'll definitely tackle that. But I, I, you know, I still, and again, we'll talk about it, but I still think it's important to support your local breweries. This, this local community is what... Um, gets a lot of people into craft beer it's what sustains people drinking craft beer and your your friends and your neighbors and i mean these are the people that are making the beer so i wanted to do something that was you know local based resolutions i guess um because that's how i make them so that's what i wrote about uh, one of the things that's super important and it's been a topic on again some of the uh groups and facebook uh and some of the other social media that's involved uh, has been to make sure that if you get something, not not necessarily something that you don't like, you know, like, oh, I don't like this, like the one that we talked about, the, the, the galaxy, some of the people here liked it, some of the people didn't. But... It's, there's, there's, there wasn't anything wrong with it. In other no, words, it wasn't it's a, bad. It's a it preference a, thing. Right. Um, but one of the things is important, and, and you touched on it in the article, is if you've get, if you've got a problem with a local brewer, you got to tell them. You have to tell them what's going on. Uh, uh, your palate may not be as developed as someone else's. Something that you may find it's a fault in your beer is not. And and but if if the if the if the brewers don't know, they're never going to be able to check it out. And then the other thing that we talked about is the last thing you want to do is put them on blast. Well, and, and that's correct. If you are going to tell them, make sure you do it 
preferably face to face, not anonymously <laughs> over the internet. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Sorry, but but like in but a like like don't like manner too, right I like think. don't like yelp it or don't like you know Untapped untapped it, it right. or whatever and be constructive with your criticism. Don't just say oh that's shit beer. Like say why say. These are the things I liked about it. These are the things I didn't like about it. If you didn't like anything about it, these are the things I still like about your other beers. And maybe, I don't know, take that all into account. I think the biggest thing is to explain and try to learn why you don't like something. You know, the more the more craft beer I think you drink, you kind of figure out the things you like and the things you don't like and try to understand why that is. You know, if you don't like stouts and you go to a new brewer and you try their stout, you might not like it. And you have to expect that going into that. And take that into account when you, you know, jump on Twitter, or jump on Facebook or Untapped or whatever it may be and talk about the brewery. If it's a brewery that's got a bunch of stouts, you don't not like the brewery. You just don't like stouts. You know, it's it's it's, it's a weird kind of world that we're getting ourselves into with everybody having, you know, this this huge voice online. Well, right. This, you know, and it, it's a it's a double edged sword for brewers. It's a du- double edged sword for people like us. You what get are we doing? Feedback. You you get you get an immediate response, but sometimes it's not always positive. It's you know what is what is your goal when you go and pick up a craft beer? What is what what is your reason for doing that? Is it to just try something? Is it to have all the craft beer on the shelf be what you want to drink? What, I mean, what what is the reason behind what we're doing? So. And I think it's to grow the scene, and that's never going to happen if everything is the beers I want to drink. Um, and so much, so much easier to now drink local. Right. There's so much going on. More coming online every day. Uh, more, you know, more opportunity to go out. Right. And, and you walk into any local bottle shop, and there's a whole aisle of local beer that's changing seasonally. And that's just the package stuff. You know, you walk into a tap room, especially, you know, some of the, you know, you talk about Mad Tree or a Dogberry or a place like that where every time you walk in, the taps are different than they were the last time you were there. It's just, it's constantly rotating and constantly changing. And there's, there's something new for you to try no matter what. So you, you know, I, I don't think you have to drink quote unquote non-local beer you know I, you can but you, you know, and I think we certainly all do but you don't have to bigger's good but it's not always better and uh, sometimes there are extremely hidden gems out there that everybody knows about they're smaller they may not be able to make it to them they may be a little bit farther out um, take the time take an afternoon take a drive uh, take you know, take your time and go and go go find out, find some of these places because you're really missing out if you're not trying to get to as many of the local uh, establishments as you can. Right. We we had a good question on uh, on Periscope too about um, Untapped, and um, I think this is probably a whole nother. Um, I mean, we've we've touched on the show a little bit, but a whole nother conversation that we could probably spend a lot of time doing with Untapped, but. Um, it, her question was, um, you know, if I'm not a fan of the style, am I allowed to say that on Untapped? And you know, yes. of course, you can say whatever you want on Untapped. That's that's the whole point of it. But just keep in mind that when you rate something low, that does affect somebody's business, and that does affect people's opinions of beer. And there, 
their willingness to try the beer and it's again what is what is the goal what is the goal when you rate something a one you know is it i mean i think it's i mean untapped is more i think people look at it as more of like a social drinking app so that you can see what your friends are drinking and tell them what you're drinking but i don't i don't know anybody and i feel like we probably touched on this a little bit in a couple episodes ago but I don't know anybody that actually will like get to a tap room or a beer bar or whatever and be like, oh, hold on. Let me check its untapped reviews first. I mean, for one, there's no bartender in the world that will stand for you just like standing there and be like, oh, hold on. I do know there are people who will use untapped to see if they've had it before. And if they haven't, then they'll order it just so they can get, you know, another check in on their whatever their list is. But, like, I don't think that people are actively taking their, like, overall, like, rating on, like, beers overall rating on untapped as their decision of whether or not they're going to drink that beer. But that is to say we did have um, the guys talking about it a couple weeks ago that the brewers and the companies do look at that to gauge what people like about their company and what they don't. And... um I think for that purpose, it does sort of have a negative effect if you rate a beer low on Untapped or not. Look at it on on a on a bigger level too, not necessarily just with Untapped, but um, I'm sure you do know people that have not been to certain local breweries because what their friends tell them is it's a bad brewery, the beer's bad. I mean, we all know people that haven't been somewhere because of that reason, right? Does that mean the beer is actually bad? Does that mean that that person might not like something there? No, but they're not going there because there's other options. There's other choices. And instead of people trying it and making their own choices, they're basing their choice off of what somebody else told them in some capacity, be it somebody that told them in person, sitting at a bar, you know, drinking a couple beers, untapped, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is. When you trash a local brewery anywhere, people hear you and people do listen even if it's just the people that trust you you know it's but it's it's opinions it's i've made a resolution that i started a few weeks ago um i have not been untapping as much (laughs) as as much as as much as i have probably uh certainly certainly not as much in the last six months as i did the first six months that i was on it uh but i've stopped i can't remember the last time i untapped i've stopped doing the ratings yeah. Uh, someone mentioned that to me. I don't know if it was you or or, or someone mentioned that they use it to check in uh, what they have, and they put their tasting notes and their commentary on me, it. I still rate them, but they don't rate them. And I thought, what a great idea! Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that way you can tell your opinion of the beer. People can know that you've you've had it and and, and that you've drank it, but you're not putting that a sort of really value. hard line value on it to it to the point where you say well three three and a half two one you know um well and i've totally like done that where even and maybe it's a matter of my palate changing or maybe it's a matter of you know last year's batch was different from this year's batch or whatever but i've totally gone through like my beer list and untapped and gone through things and be like oh my god this is one of my favorite beers now like why did i only rate it a three and a half two years ago you know what I mean? Like right. that's, and there's all sorts of different factors that can account for that. But, um, yeah, making it a hard and fast sort of, this is it. 
I mean, like I, I, it all should be taken with a grain of salt anyway. And I'm not going to not drink psychopathy anymore because someone that doesn't like IPAs rated at a one. Um, but you know, it is. And and I think, I think my point in the, in the article was more of just be aware of, um, of, of what you're doing. You know, I don't think any of us sitting at this table are not going to drink a beer because somebody rated it a one. Right. But for some reason it's happening. And especially as, but, I mean, it, especially it, as the community gets of, bigger. Right. And sort of like, I get where you're coming from because there has been, I I've been, I've been guilty of it myself where someone's like, Oh, don't, don't go to that brewery. That brewery sucks. I mean, right. and so then it's like, all right, well this person, I feel I can trust and I trust their judgment. And I think they have good taste. So they must be right when, I mean, in that case it was correct, but it doesn't necessarily, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be. So uh, once be aware, I think is once again, uh, that's a www.thenarlynome.com. Uh, one of the cool features of the article that I really like is, uh, down toward the bottom, you have a link to a Cincinnati brewery map with all of the logos of said breweries uh, posted on there. and Now um, featuring beer stores, and, too, and, if you and, uh, click on and the top. If you click on the uh, – this had to take a, sh- a shit ton of work because if you click on the brewery logo, you will get a side p- panel that will come up and uh, tell you about it, give you the address, give you the uh, – a lot of that's just Google. Thank you, Google. Uh, Google stuff, and uh, so and, and <clears throat> got them all on there, including the nanos, including Dogberry, uh, uh, Paradise, Tap and Screw, uh, Fibonacci, and the big guys, including uh, and, and also has Great Crescent on there uh, from Indiana, which is cool, and all the way out to Old Firehouse, and even Bardwell Brewing. So, and um, if if you're on there, if you click on. Kind of in that top bar, there's like a little uh, menu button, and you can pull out upcoming breweries, some of the local beer stores, um, and there are a bunch of new features that we'll probably talk about in the next coming um, months that I've been working very diligently to get done um, that'll make some really fun, usable things like that on the website. So. All right. Uh, sounds good. Uh, thank you very much. No, plug, plug in the pluggy plug. So uh, listen, uh, we'll be right back uh, here on Cincy Brewcast uh, and we will talk about what's happening this week in beer uh, right after this on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, fans. I want to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screen Print. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pastura Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pastura.screenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturascreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pastura Screen Print. This is Sean Willingham from Municipal Brew Works in Hamilton, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Good, but a little less shatter. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Perfect. A little less shatter. I, w- I wish she would have been on tape if she had a mic in front of her. <laughs> you know what? No beer for you. There's something. Something. 
Okay. All right. All right. I don't know how to make them play at the same time. <laughs> this week in beer. I don't know if you can. I don't think you. I don't know. I don't think you can with this one either. It's kind of weird. Yeah, anyway, upgrade to the new version. A, anyway, fun. that's uh, uh, that's our uh, little stinger for this week in beer. We're gonna get ready to go. Uh, and there's there's, it's it's just constant, isn't it? Uh, new beer, I think, is the uh, the theme this week. It is. It's 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 a never ending thing, and I. Um, I struggled a lot when I decided to put a calendar on my website because it is just so much work keeping track of events and um, Queen City Fresh, I'm sure he does way more events than I do and a bigger kind of radius than I do. So I'm sure that he can understand that pain of just trying desperately to keep up with stuff. Um, But, you know, that's, I guess, somebody's got to put it all together, so. Uh, the first one, uh, which uh, we got out uh, right off of Facebook, uh, actually right before we came on the air, is the is the Maple on Tap. The it's called they they've I guess given it a name, and then they've also actually I guess changed the style. Or changed I'm curious the if beer it's the same or, beer. Or, uh, um, uh, but it's Mount Carmel Brewing <laughs> Sap Attack. Imperial Maple Brown Ale. That so, is the one. So would we be able to, be... to say that it's uh, a little full, a lot of sap? <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you want to, you can say that. Sure. I'm Absolutely. always channeling my inner Clark Griswold. <laughs> uh, Maple on Tap is the event Saturday, February 6, twenty sixteen, at the Cincinnati Nature Center. Are you telling me that this is our th- going to be the third year of Maple? Years from the, Mount Carmel this will be the, this this is the third year Ugh. yes and a different makes iteration. me feel too old yeah I know yeah. two to six uh, Cincinnati Nature Center includes uh, the debut of the Mount Carmel Sap Attack Imperial Maple Brown Ale uh, along with some other Mount Carmel beers uh, enjoy uh, food bites from local restaurants take a hike at Cincinnati Nature Center uh, sample syrup straight from the evaporator mm. Mm. and then learn Sounds about sticky. the brewing process thirty five dollars a person. And uh, to, for that, uh, for both members of uh, the uh, Nature Center and non-members as well. But uh, they're always, it's always a really, really cool event. Did you say there. what the date was on that? Uh, February 6th, the Saturday, 2016. All right. So. Cool. Not me. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, you know where I'll be. Um, I'll probably be there too. So, so that <laughs> So uh, that Take is uh, Maple on Tap, Cincinnati Nature Center. Big news coming out of uh, Mad Tree, which we sort of talked about uh, when Kenny McNutt was on the show. Gosh, it seems like forever now, but it's only it been was. About, it's only been about month two, what maybe a couple of months. It was August. Oh, oh was it that? Was it that long? Oh, that's right, the summer bonanza. Mm-hmm. Jeez, which that's actually too long. Uh, the uh, winter bonanza, January thirtieth, Saturday, um, and it's going to be all hands on deck. So you guys know where I'll be. <clears throat> they're they're parties there get get such huge crowds it's um it'll be interesting to see and how that changes in it, the next year it's one of the tap room favorites that's coming into the uh coming into the canning process now right um it what is it 
the the third year for it. Does that sound right? I think so. Yeah. 2014, I think. Yes. And the last Correct. two years, it's you know been only. God, draft third year of Rubus Cacao as well. I think I think they were kind of looking for something else to kind of fill a little bit of that void in the in the dead of winter. All you know after Thunder Snow's been on for a little bit and another release. So and you know right online with with Urban Artifact, I think everybody's kind of trying to find some other flavors that are kind of wintry and um it's a good beer wow a lot of news out of beer advocate this month taft's ale house and braxton both showing up on the list of the top new breweries in the united states yeah um and i mean you just it's i agree with that assessment there's a lot of breweries in the united states it's neat to see you know that that you're getting some some respect from some of these big national publications when there's a lot of different options that you can go with. Well, and we're lucky too because if you kind of go like state by state, we've got two states that right. we can <laughs> that yeah. we can drink that we, we can, can drink three locally. <laughs> three right. three states. If yeah, you three. you know, please do not forget the um, which we got to get the Great Crescent guys on it at some point here and talk a little bit more about them and get a little bit more uh beer from them and so forth so we can uh, uh try them because you know they are over there at lawrenceburg's it one of it's very it's relatively close it's, to, to you it's it's i mean it's relatively close to anybody i mean right. if you are downtown you can get there and you know 15 20 minutes it's not like it's the edge of the the, the universe from cincinnati but um i think what hurts a lot of people is that they don't distribute into ohio anymore which um is a shame, but um, just a quick trick across so the river. Can I give a, like a little weird anecdote? Of, speaking of like across the river, that has to do with beer distribution. Sure. I was at um, Party Source a couple right before Christmas, picking out you know gifts and other various libations for Christmas holiday, and I was standing over by sort of like I don't know, you know, you guys know where they have like the airplane bottles of booze at the Party Source, and there's uh-huh. like that sure. little like. I don't know if I should call it the reception desk or whatever it is. Anyway, I'm standing there and I hear the guy that works there pick up the phone and I heard him go, oh, Yingling? No, they don't dis- distribute in Kentucky. And yeah. I was just like, you, f- you forget. Wait a second. <laughs> like, you can find Yingling everywhere here and they don't have Yingling at Party Source. It's just like. Well, that's, that's why everybody it, used it, to it, laugh it, at Ohio when before Yingling was here, everybody made this big stink about it. And everybody's like, well, it's just Yingling. It's, you know, what's, yeah. what's the big deal? And it's true, and, but it was just entertaining and sort of one of those things that you tend to like forget about when we're dealing so close with well, Ohio I was, and Kentucky I was, and whatnot. I was at, I was at Depp's uh, back at the beginning of December. And I was looking for the, which I did not get a chance to get. And I think this might be the first year in about five years that I have not had the Anchor Christmas beer. Uh, the Anchor really, Brewing. Really, we had it Simpsons. on at, uh, at Overlook Lodge. I'm, you I'm, missed I'm, out completely. I completely missed out. And, and um, it is so good. But they did not have it at Depp's. That's and, and and I said, do what, I said, do they have it? And he goes, I don't know if they carry it in Kentucky or not. And then somebody said, Well, I know they have it at the party source. So, but there's another kind of weird, some, you know, something that's really pretty red, readily available in Ohio is kind of in pockets at uh, over in Kentucky too. So, yeah. Well, and we've talked about that a little bit with some of the higher ABV beers too, where I think some states forget that there's places like Ohio that you know th- those beers don't exactly. go. Exactly. You know, right. Right. Uh, there was, uh, so let's see, the Beer Advocate, uh, Ted, I was looking, uh, trying to find online, uh, apparently, I guess they don't really, um, uh, have the, uh, 
the list anywhere uh, on Beer Advocate's website or anything. But Braxton and Taft both in the in the top twenty five, and I got both of those just from uh, posts that were put out by uh, Kevin Moreland and also uh, by by Braxton's uh, Facebook page. So just going. Into I, that, I think it was it a surprise to him, honestly, because I think somebody pointed out earlier today on Twitter. I said, really? We're, you know, we're, we're in there? <laughs> so then it was kind of... I don't know. Which is fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of false modesty. Because uh, they're, they're both damn good places. So. I, uh, I made the joke on, on Twitter, too. If you look at the article, the Beer Advocate article, the picture that Braxton um, still has sent out is Jake before he grew the beard for the, the Kickstarter campaign. Uh-huh. So he's got his little baby face. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to all oh, our funny. friends at Braxton again. Uh, thank you very much for having us at our holiday extravaganza. It was a great time. It was had by all. Gosh, um, it was it, so fun. Yeah, can you believe it's been, what, two, three weeks already? It's two? That's pretty amazing to me I mean, well. for um, me it feels like it was like six months ago, but <laughs> <laughs> it's been, <laughs> it's been a, a long holiday weeks. season for me. Uh, also, uh, so here's the Rubus Cacao. Also, the... Um, Identity crisis is uh, the cans are out. I think we're talking a little closer to spring yeah, for those, and, but they are coming. But those cans are just wacky. Um, and I'm so happy because that's like probably one of my favorite beers in the city. Well, so I'm people just, been clamoring that for that since they opened their doors to to get that out in cans. And if you listen to if you if you're a careful listener you know kenny mcnutt told us about that back in august that it was coming it was going to be in it was going to be in cans and and it was going to be close to spring so very Um, cool 50 west tomorrow for anybody any fans of their gunnison black ipa that goes back on tap that's a um i think a, a a favorite of a lot of people black ipas and theirs is pretty freaking good they've got a killer one going back to mount carmel they've got a really good one uh, on at Mount Carmel right now that is also available in all the Dewey's pizza restaurants. Right. They are the uh, craft brewer for Dewey's house brand of beers. So it it's not something that they're calling a craft beer that comes from some big brewery somewhere. It's not like uh, Animation's Ale at Animation's yeah. in Oakley. Yeah. <laughs> which it, is just PBR. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is real, honest to goodness craft beer, and it is outstanding. The black IPA that's on at Dewey's right now, do not sleep on it. It's really fantastic. So, anything else for this week in beer? Uh, I just like there's a little bit for sort of drinkers around Cincinnati. It's a little bit sort of more on the cocktail side of news than beer, but um, Neons is one of a really great craft beer destinations in the city. Um, that Wellman Brands um, has bought Melt and Picnic and Pantry in Northside, and they have announced that they are going to start to move into food and sort of restaurant business wow. than just than just bars. So um, that was sort of the big news of kind of the other side of the drinking world today. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, Anybody in a, you know, five really decent craft beer on tap all the time at Overlook and, uh, and, uh, and then Beauty Delight, which you might like actually, no? I'm uh, a fan. And then, uh, and then, and then probably a half a dozen decent, uh, decent bottles. I'm stuck on the Vicious um, Wheat yeah. IPA from uh, North Peak Brewing. Um, so, 
So and, you I mean, can get your cocktail on or you can get your beer on over at Overload. Yeah, and we had our uh, our staff meeting sort of brainstorming for the kind of next few months. And there is a lot of really fun stuff coming up um, at Overlook. So honestly, I, I work there. But if I didn't work there, I would hang out there because it's so much fun. We always have all kinds of cool stuff going on. Um, so more of that will come. Sort of one of my big ideas from today was Valentine's Day speed dating. Um, <laughs> we're talking about doing a sort of old time 40s style radio mystery night um, where, you know, the listeners will come and listen to um, 40 style mystery. Um, but so, yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on. Um, and honestly, if you haven't, I've mentioned this sort of a little bit when we were talking to Brandon from Nine Giant, um, that don't sleep on Pleasant Ridge for sure, because mm. there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming in there for the beer people, the cocktail people, the restaurant people. It's going to be like this little beautiful pocket of just fun. So excellent. Do you guys do any um like beer cocktails up there? Uh, we yeah, actually, our probably one of our most popular cocktails is uh, the Red Drum, and we make it with the River Town, not this River Town, but the other River Town. We make it with their River Towny. Um, River Towny. Uh, we make it with their cranberry beer, and then of course I'm you know we all sort of help to build the cocktail menu, so um, I will be having a say. So. Who knows what I'll come up with? I, 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 was actually, I think that's a show in the future. Yeah, too, I was right? actually hoping to, um, for sure, kind of recreate three ounces of shade from our hot oh, water episode for go. a little bit of a wider audience. So okay, excellent. So sounds good. Okay, that's uh, that is uh, this week in beer, and uh, we'll be right back to uh, get some predictions and some uh, maybe uh, some prognostications about 2016 uh, in craft beer and wrap it up here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast and be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamel Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Municipal Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Morrow, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> No, it's all right. It's a logical question. No! That is out of the question! Pretty random question. That's a good question, Harry. Gentlemen, question mark. 
Gentlemen, question mark. <laughs> okay, may I ask you a question, Doctor? And, and I don't mean to be insensitive. Can I raise a practical question at this point? Yeah. No question. There has been a breakdown in military discipline aboard this vessel. I blame the fish people. That's a good question. I guess I, was, I wasn't really prepared for a follow-up question. Asked and answered. In the few minutes we have left here on Cincy Brewcast, I want to ask everybody if you have any prognostications. What does that predictions? mean? I used Same to thing, be a, prognostications. Okay. I thought it had to do with like the proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're talking out of your ass. Well, you know there's a lot of that happening on this show all the time. Predictions, pre- prognostications, prevarication. No, no, prevarications is untrue. Is that perversions? So no, perversions is something else. No, uh, anything about 2016 that you guys think we might see, you want to see, you hope we see, as far as uh, Cincinnati craft beer is concerned. I'm going to steal the Periscope prediction of growth in craft beer. Oh, damn. (laughs) Man, that is going out on a limb right there. I'm pretty sure that that's what we're going to see for the next couple of years. Well, and it's kind of funny because, like, sort of look, like, maybe we could make the market predictions for what the next kind of big craft beer trend is going to be because we had ipas and then session ipas and sours and gozas and um what do you guys think is next <laughs> Should, that sounded like for, a demon coming from hell what did you say for the hefe de- demon over sitting on the, <laughs> the, on the couch the over there. demon um that's a new twitter handle you know what's funny and and it's just real quick here uh, kind of an aside really popular style out west just about every brewery you look at, every well, every it, place you go, there's they have. It has on. to be because it's warmer year round, so they need more beers that are kind of less war or less cold weather and more, and so they kind of reach out to the the different makes, summertime styles. Those traditional German styles did kind of dominate Cincinnati for for a while there too, um, whereas I think the craft beer community in Cincinnati, some of the, the newer drinkers and stuff are still familiar with those, but are just still branching out into some of these other styles, you know, the sours and stuff like that. It, I, I don't think sours done yet. I think you're going to see a whole bunch more sour stuff, especially with, you know, we've got Rivertown and Urban Artifact, which have these core sour programs that are phenomenal. And then you've got, you know, places like Rheingeist, we haven't even seen their sours yet. They've still had, they've well, got you know, them they locked away in the basement little, still. Like, their little like sour program this summer with all the different gozas. And I thought every single one of those sort of like sour editions from Rheingeist were off the charts. So yes. I'm really excited to see what they have kind of in there. Madry. I mean, Madry, we haven't seen their funk series yet. We know they're coming, right. but we haven't seen them. So I think sour, I think it's going to be the summer of... The summer of sour, sour beer. Yeah. That'll uh, be interesting. Lots of will be fun to see. Another half a dozen or so uh, breweries coming online. Uh, very, uh, very. A couple of really close here. A couple of really close. Yeah. Which ones are you guys most excited for? Me personally, I'll I'll, I'll throw municipal out there. Not that I think they're going to be. Uh, I you know I would never call somebody my favorite brewery, but they're going to be really close to where I live. So. That's how um, I feel about... Uh, I, I have to admit that I'm excited about it. That's how I feel about Nine Giant. They're literally two doors right. down from where I work. So that'll be really fun. And like I said, I can't... Well, I can't say good enough things about the Montgomery and Ridge Road intersection right there in Pleasant Ridge. So right. um, that's... I'm looking forward to Nine Giant a lot. Um, just because 
I've known the people that are involved for a long time in the one and in the other one really, really pleased to have to meet him and have known him and have been able to sit down and talk to him. But uh, uh, Darkness uh, over in Bellevue, Ron uh, Sanders and Eric yeah, Bosler. Eric for my is, next... is a is just a fantastic guy to sit and talk with. So I can't wait for them. And then Street Side, the, the Hickey family, yeah. who we've known, uh, who I've known for years, uh, uh, went to, went to college with him at Dayton and, and so forth and so on. And they really, they, they, you know, they're really. Uh, you know they're really going to want to try to do things right. I'm sure, and and they look like they've got a really great concept. Uh, hopefully, they get online within the next six months to a year. Uh, we'd love to see them online in 2016. So, um, b- as far as beer styles and, and different things like that, um, you know, I think some of these. I think I think it's a great thing that some of these breweries are sort of de-emphasizing IPAs. I think it's important that most breweries have at least one that people can get on board with but but just the the kind of the over and over and over again uh, you know i think it's i think it's turning some beer craft beer consumers off to be it where they're completely off craft beer i mean you're just like i'm not you know is there I, one person in particular there's somebody that, you're that I, there's some there's 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 one person in particular but there's more than one that i know of so um so I think a de-emphasis in the style might be in the offing uh, in a lot of in a lot of cases. And then, again, like you guys were talking about, I think beer cocktails. As we get in more involved in some of these places that are doing the doing the craft style cocktails, like the Overlook, like uh, uh, the Punch House, uh, and a few other places like that, are really going to start trying to marry the two uh, concepts of craft beer or beer in general and cocktails. So that I think that's something you're going to find um, that people are going to try to capitalize kind of on the goza, the tart, the sour, the fruit flavored beers with something that's got, that's mixed with, with uh, spirits as well. Well, and another thing that I'm sort of curious about going along with that is um, Listerman now does wine and ciders. Ryan guys started doing ciders this year. I don't think it's too far off the mark for a few other places. Darkness said um, they were planning yes, yes. to be doing a cider, to be doing a wine, to be doing, I mean, probably not liquor, just because that's a little bit of a different science. But I, I, I <coughs> don't think Excuse that me. that's off the mark either. I think you're going to start um, seeing a couple distilleries. So I up. think probably that I know you will. Um, even just to stay competitive in the market, uh, along with the line of those people that are getting tired of certain styles of beer or certain beers themselves or craft beer altogether um kind of to maybe get those people back because i mean i know i'm even guilty of it and i think i've said it on the show before i'm i'm even guilty of it a little bit to where if i go somewhere that's not a brewery i'm gonna have a cocktail or a wine just because i drink so much beer any other time that it's refreshing to me to be able to have a cocktail or have um some wine what about you I are you, are you are you like that? When I when I go to another bar, when I go to a bar that's not a craft brewery, I take the opportunity to drink other beer. In other words, I drink national in places like uh, in places when, like um, um, the the um, the yard house, yard house or at Overlook. Or yes, at, yes, although I did have no. a Ryan Geist bubbly last night. I if usually when I walk into a bar, 
I first roll through the local taps and I see what's there. And if there's something I haven't tried or I really love or I really want to drink, then that's my first pick by far. That being said, when I go to a really crazy place, you talk about Yard House or, um, well, probably just Yard House. You know, brass then, Tap is... It, no, I, no. The, the Brass Tap has so many local handles there. Yeah. I usually select something local. I Bottles, I think, is where, where I'm still drinking a lot of national brands is i'll i'll have some mixed six packs and things like that stashed in the fridge but i've got a whole shelf in my beer fridge that's always pretty much covered in local beer too right, so right no i i, I drink probably 80 percent local and then probably 20 percent national stuff um and i think that actually probably leans more towards local when i'm out versus do you ever not house. drink beer Mm, no, I mean, uh, no. I don't know. I was. I, I was. Sometimes I, I'll have a water with my beer, but no. There you go. I was in the Gnarly Gnome Tavern the other day, and he has got you have got a boatload of liquor, and it's all and been sampled. So. No, I, 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 I. Well, I drink a lot, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I don't drink beer. Usually, in in my house, the way it works is, you'll see me either sitting in my recliner watching TV surrounded by different drinks or sitting downstairs you know listening to music or something surrounded by drinks i'll have a glass of water a beer a cocktail i'll have three or four different drinks going at the same time just all over the board that's God, usually that the way like it works. the life man yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wonder i don't know if my wife agrees but um i, I just you know I, I i like a little bit of everything but it always still falls back to local craft beer i think fair enough as this show does and always should fall back to local craft that's right and uh, that's what we're all about here at cincy brewcast listen that one of the things one of the resolutions we've made is to is to is to try to get as much as we can into a shorter amount of time and uh we're uh we, we're doing pretty good on that pretty tonight. good let's wrap it up so uh so but we want to let everybody out there know first to send what predictions you think is going to happen in Cincinnati Craft Beer in 2016. Please follow us on Twitter at at Cincy Brewcast. Send it to the send a, put a comment on the Facebook page. We'll send us an email at uh, www. Uh, uh, at www.cincybrewcast.com and also send us an email at uh, cincybrewcast at gmail.com. Just open your back door and start yelling too. <laughs> the if you everywhere. live in the Mount Carmel area, we might hear you. Or if you live over by uh, the Nome, over there in the Fairfield uh, Hamilton area. Or in so, Oakley Hyde Park, Pleasant Ridge Norwood. And, I have my own house too. <laughs> and, and before we and before we go, we cannot emphasize enough how excited we are in two weeks' time the 18th of July or July, January, uh, 2015, eight or 2016, 8 PM. Let me do this again in two <laughs> weeks time on January 18th, 2016 at 8 PM live at the Moorline Lager house, the Mecca of Cincinnati craft beer, the new home of Mr. Jesse folk, uh, Jesse, uh, the, the, uh, erstwhile beer blogger from uh, wcpo is taking over there as the uh as the market uh, marketing oh, social know. media uh sort of uh, uh press the press manager face. uh of uh moreline logger house but we are going to have sort of two it's going to be sort of a two-part program first of all we couldn't go into 
Moorline Lager House without talking to the main man himself, Greg Hardman. So we're going to have Greg on. We're going to do um, some Moorline sampling. We're going to talk to Greg about what's what's happened in the past, what's going on now, what's going to take place in the future for Moorline. They've big, have have had big expansion. Uh, they're basically, I guess, responsible for the tap room movement in Cincinnati. Um, uh, you know, and then Ugh, I'm scared for this. And this then, is gonna this is gonna get passionate, and it's gonna get. After ugh. we talk to Greg for about a half an hour or so, we'll, we'll build the boxing ring. We are going to go to the mat with advocates of both local only, and don't ever spend your money on any of that national stuff. To the to the other end of the spectrum that says if it's good drink it it doesn't matter where it comes from and part of that argument is going to be can big beer but ab miller cores sab miller constellation can they actually be craft brewers can they be trusted even I seriously might order some like buzzers or something so people can just buzz in because <laughs> I was thinking like if we get enough people together that have really strong opinions on this topic, nobody will be able to get a word in edgewise. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to I invest. can control people's microphones. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> it could be like, um, what is, what's the, what's the, is it, it's not pardon the interruption. And I, is it? And I'm like. Uh, around the horn. Yeah. yeah around around the, horn, the horn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pardon the interruption too. They, they, That's the 30 second or whatever. Like, I'm like Ma- I'm like Megan Kelly, man. I'm bleeding out of my eyes. <laughs> you know. So I'm not going to mess around with it. With but anyway, that's taking place two weeks time. Once again, you have got to be there. If you have not been to a live Cincy Brewcast broadcast uh, podcast recording. If you have. If you've missed Old Firehouse Listerman. Braxton twice, um, uh, Paradise. Paradise. Uh, f- uh, um, um, if if you've missed any of those shows, this is the show that you're going to want to go to again. Moreline Lager House, Monday night, the 18th of January, 8 p.m. There's no Monday night football to worry about. There's no football playoffs. So all the games will have been over the weekend. So what else are you going to do? Sit around and watch some dumb TV show again? No. Come out, join us well, it, we, we, at Moorline Lager House. We always bill ourselves as the voice of Cincy Craft, and I think that sometimes people are forgetting that that includes the people that are listening. That's why we do Periscope. That's why we do these live shows, because you know everybody's chiming in right now with their opinions, and that's, that's the voice of Cincy Craft just as much as us, because and, we have microphones. And we will have an audience mic, so for members of the audience that come out to... Uh, Moreline Lager House in two weeks. We will have a microphone. You will certainly get a chance to step up and have your say as well. Um, so it's just going to be an incredible. And and we wouldn't have been able to do this, first of all. Let me give them a shout-out. This Greater Cincinnati uh, Craft Beer Society. Uh, it was a discussion that was came up on that page. With all and, of your flaws. And, something yeah. that came out of, <laughs> yeah. I don't even look at it because it, it makes me too mad. And, and, and um uh, Greg Hardman is a member of the group and said, it sounds like a great debate. I would like to offer Moreland Lager House for you guys to hold a, a show and, 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 and do the, and, and have the debate. And we, we fell all over ourselves to accept <laughs> <laughs> to get into Moreland Lager House. That's right. So, so, well, just when it's them coming to us, that's when we get sort of excited too, that we don't have to <laughs> like, you know, 
they invited us and we didn't have to like email that's, them and be like right. and that's hey what was do you know anything so cool. about us yes so um Keep an eye on the gnarlygnome.com. Keep an eye on cincybrewcast.com. And we will continue to post all the details. And really a good place to go is uh, Cincy Bre- our Cincy Brewcast Facebook page. We've got a lot of stuff that we're, we're posting. we got a lot of stuff that we will be posting. So, um, and uh, and don't forget. And and let me just throw out one last thing uh, in, in, in just a few minutes I've got left. We've got a lot of followers on Twitter. And I've really been We're remiss. one away from 400, by Are the way. Are we one away from 400? I've been... During the show. Uh, yeah, during the show. Let Who is it? Uh, that was weird. Uh, Jay Willenbrink. Excellent. Jay Willenbrink. I don't. Willenbrink is probably the last name. Jay Willenbrink. Jay Well, thanks. I would like to make an appeal. From Cincinnati. Yes. We'll send you. A, we'll send you a shirt. Four hundredth follower. Hey, all right. There you go. You didn't even know you were going to win shoot, something. Shoot, shoot, shoot him a message, Ange. Shoot, shoot him a message and get his address, and we'll send it. Thank you. Um, we have now 400 followers on Twitter. However, on SoundCloud, which is our primary podcast location, uh, I think we've got 13 or 14 followers. I would like to make an appeal to all of you folks who follow Cincy Brewcast on Twitter to follow us on SoundCloud. Now, you have to download the app. Uh, or listen on your computer. Or listen, or or listen on your computer. You can follow us from the computer as well. But if if we could just get twenty five percent of our followers to join us on uh, SoundCloud as well, we would have uh, uh, we would double our certainly double our followers on Twitter. And a lot of that is important uh, will be important in the future as we try to gain funding. So uh, we'd like to be able to show better numbers uh, for that. We'd like to, uh, 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 and and we'd we'd love for you to down download the show, download the podcast, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker. Um, um, uh, you can get it through uh, hmm. iTunes, Google Play. Uh, Everything. This one is a dog. It's dog it says dog something. Dog pile or dog. Uh, I thought there was I thought there was one that was called uh, something like that that uh, people can get um, can get uh, uh, podcasts through. So anyway, that's my little appeal and sort of mild begging, and uh, <laughs> and that's going to wrap it up for us here on Cincy Brewcast. I'd like to thank the Gnarly Gnome at the GnarlyGnome.com. Absolutely, thank you, Tina Cisneros at the Overlook Lodge. Uh, come and see us. Angie Cisneros <laughs> still slinging that uh, number nine burger in the city at uh, Oakley Pub and Grill. We're starting beer flights this month. So. Excellent. And my name is Mike Cisneros. Thanks for listening. This has been Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft.